Hello and welcome to episode 42 of the Nearly Men Video Games podcast Coming to you from a very mundane Moody's burn On Monday the 17th of September 2018 My name is Paul Kosinski And my name is Colin Little And we are the Nearly Men Two normal guys who have nothing to do with the video games industry We don't make them, we don't sell them We're not even particularly good at them We are the Nearly Men And at some point you have probably kicked our asses online Probably have Almost certainly have Certainly with Firewall. Yeah, that's 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 been going well. <laughs> hey, Colin, we missed an episode. We did, we did, and I, I'll take most of the blame for that. Oh, good. I've oh, been. Um, I was about to admit it. I've been a bit all over the shop. You've been so, busy. Yes. So, yes. So, apologies, dear listener. Um, hope 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 that gave you time. If if you potentially people had a few episodes. Uh, queued up, maybe weren't up to date, or maybe had missed a few. Maybe give them a chance to go back through the back catalogue and yeah. and get fully caught up. Do you think that people forgot like what date it was? Because we weren't out. Because it wasn't, yeah, the whole world felt a bit upside down because yeah. the nearly men weren't in their Ta- ears. Time stopped. It's it's highly probable. Biff Tannen became president. Well, that would be, well, well right, that's very close <laughs> to the truth to be fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm not accepting blame for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's all on you. It's all on you. Yeah. Yeah, you've spent most of the time in the air. Yes, I've been. Um, yeah, it's it's not hugely exciting, but yeah, I have been on an awful lot of airplanes recently, up and down to London and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, for various jobs. Um, I'm going on record right now. I am not in the new Star Wars movie. It's <laughs> nothing anywhere near as um, exciting as that or anything. No, no movies. Um, just various wee bits of work, but. Um, yeah, so that was that was it. But as a result, I've barely played any games. So oh. you are... I've been playing one game pretty much exclusively. Along um, with the rest of the world. Yes, which we'll discuss in a moment. But Paolo, let's hear, what have you been playing? Well, I, I as we know, I, I was playing Formula One 2018. Yes. Uh, which is a shiny review, as promised, has been released. Yes, you can check that out on our uh, on our YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, it's, it's good fun. It's yeah, more of the same, really, but a little bit better. Yes, it's a very shiny, very faithful F1 simulation. Yeah, yeah, it's not wrong, it's not wrong. I also, on your recommendation, dived into Ether 1. Yes. Uh, it, was, it was very creepy. It's a bit creepy, isn't it? I mean... It's good, though. It's, it's good, it is good, and it's, it's definitely... You spend half an hour going, right, I'll just do this one last thing, and then two hours later you're still... There, doing different things. It's a really lovely world as well. It's nice. And it's really quite poignant and quite touching at points. But it's creepy, man. <laughs> with a creepy wee girly voice. And and oh, it's, it's the ribbons. The wee ribbon. Give me the, the noise of the ribbons. What, what are the ribbons? And they do sort of like... <laughs> yeah, but they come out of your controller. Yeah. And then they go... Bling, 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 bling. Terrifying. Piano music. Spooky. Spooky, spooky. And it's all very somber and wistful. But it's a really, really nice story, and yeah. yeah, as it develops as well, it'll be interesting to see as as you continue through the game what you what you think mm. about it. Good wee puzzles as well, not too easy. No, certainly not too easy, but at the same time, not hugely difficult. There's a few moments that I found quite tough, but um, but puzzle wise, weren't too bad. It's it's more about finding stuff and putting yeah. things in the right place, and sometimes putting essentially the wrong thing in the right place because that- it's not always about what you think you would automatically or you should do putting the wrong thing in the right place isn't that like a metaphor for life or something probably 
this podcast, perhaps. <laughs> Putting uh, the wrong presenters into this show. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been enjoying that, yes, yes. I'm yep. looking forward to getting back to it, actually. There's so many things distracting me at the moment. I can't I can't get focused. You're playing the one game. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to focus and yes. try and get something. Because uh, I've also been playing the Golf Club 2. Uh-huh. The Golf Club 2019, I should say. Yes, looks very shiny. I have yet to jump into this, but we are going to play some streams of this. We're gonna, indeed. We're indeed. going to do some stuff because... Uh, we we got sent the game. Yeah. Um, Lovely folks at Two K and HP Studios. I'm cool. I'm actually very excited. This I I never played the golf club the original. You really liked it. The very first one. The first yeah, one I loved. You yeah. really liked it. I never played it. Um, and I haven't played a golf game for absolute ages, with the exception of them. What was that? Let's play golf that we played for one of this. Everybody's of golf. The, everybody's golf that we played for. Um, for uh, sick kids, sick kids, save points. Was that last year or the year before? Uh, last year. It was last year. Yeah. Um, so that was quite a lot of fun. So yeah, that's a, a, a possible. You know, that's mm. that's something. But but I actually felt that I found maybe want to actually have a bit more golf in it than a bit than than everybody's golf. So you know, the golf club oh. twenty nineteen will take me a lot more in that. Oh than, my word! In that it's, way, it is brutal. It's relentless. And I'm terrible at golf, but I might be better at video game golf than I'm at real golf. It's it's like real golf. In in the sense that you could sit down and have a great round and it's and you think, Oh, that's me, I've got the game sussed and then the very next thing you You're do absolutely is, oh, it's horrendous. Aye. But it's really good. And it's it's one of these games that's it's really tricky but it's so rewarding when you get it right. It seems to have had quite a kind of graphical overhaul. Yeah, I mean the the, the last year's game, the Golf Club Two, um was a bit of a disappointment, I thought. It was um very thin and it, it was an improvement on the first one, but it was, it was, wasn't much of an improvement. No, there wasn't enough. There wasn't yeah. enough of a change, and the bits that were problematic were still problematic, and things like that. Uh, whereas this year they've got the license for six of the PGA Tour courses, and uh, they've got a whole big career mode in it now as well. And I was very excited by that when I saw that they had the sort of PGA license for yeah. things. That that that's a sort of tick of approval like kind of nod you know that 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 this is this game's got got a bit bit of something to yeah. it yeah uh, the, the the very first one that i mean that was very bare bones it was very all about the golf the second one tried to add in a wee bit more with sponsorships and things like that and this one again is is, is harking back to the days of your you know your tiger woods or whatever your pga tour golf where it's a bit more um Branded in a way, but it's still it's got no none of the real golfers in it and things like that yet. It's got no license yeah, like that. Do you know what that's that's that doesn't bother me too much because I'm kind of I think it, it's better to have the courses. The courses are what golf. Yeah, I know there's a lot of the characters and all that, but for me, the idea of having proper courses as opposed to these sort of like wishy washy sort of like representations of a golf course. Well, that's what's brilliant about the golf club is because it's got a course designer in it uh, and. Each 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 iteration of the game is letting you import Older. from the the previous ah. one, so there are literally tens of thousands of courses. Oh, that's exciting! Um, and you know, there's some really skilled designers out there that are making things like St Andrews and Turnberry and all that kind of stuff as well. And, and they're quite close to the, the real the real thing, you know. Well, I have to say, um, as I said, not a huge golf fan as it. As it is, you know, or as it was, but um, I'm quite excited about trying this. It is, it's on the machine. It's, uh, it's it's all ready to go. I just need to 
to set myself some time to sit down and play it. Um, but we're going to stream it, and that'll be yeah. that'll be some great fun. That'll be good. Nice we stream that. Nice we relax stream where we can interact with the the viewers. No, I'll be shouting, like. mate. I'll be shouting. <laughs> Oh, it's hellish, by the way, you will. <laughs> I have to say. Um, so, so if you're interested in watching the Golf Club stream, the Golf Club 2019, um, keep an eye on our social media channels. We will get it on Facebook. We'll get it on Twitter once we're um, once we get a date sorted out. Um, but yeah, that will be coming soon. Yeah. And also, I managed to finish a game. You did. It's, it's, it feels like ages since I've actually finished a game. I'm very proud because... What a game you have finished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is the one and only... God of War. Boy! Do you know, I was so far into it that... I I, I didn't know how far I was into it, but I, I was so far into it, I thought I'm going to have to knuckle down and just go on with this. And so I just took a couple of nights just to get through the, the story. And it was wonderful. So nice. It Was it as good as I... Because, I, I mean, I absolutely fell in love with that game. Did it live up to the hype that I kind of built it up with? Yeah, I think it did. I think it did. I, obviously, as we were just saying, we I've not got the history of the games before it. Yeah. Um, but I I I love and I I, uh, I can um, I've lost the word when you understand something. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. So you appreciate or yeah, uh... I suppose appreciate will be good. I can appreciate the the hints to previous games yes like the, the scale of things because i always remember you talking about the scale yeah um and and that really got me i really enjoyed that whole thing yeah I, i'm so pleased you liked it. in fact so hot on the back of uh of obviously our, our uh, detroit spoiler cast and also because you know i think there's so much i want to talk about with god of war um, and so much that i'm reluctant to talk about without a massive spoiler warning, I think we should do a spoiler special, a spoiler cast Ooh. of God of War where we can properly discuss certain things. There's fights, there's items, there's all sorts of things that I want to discuss that I feel uncomfortable discussing at the moment, um, you know, in case somebody's not played the game yet, desperately looking forward to playing the game or or even potentially halfway through the game. But, mm. but we could, behind a nice safe uh spoiler warning and a spoiler cast we could have a good discussion so yeah. let's let's do that sounds um, good so we'll try and get that out uh not with this episode but with the next episode hopefully um so keep your eyes peeled for that lovely yeah no that sounds good uh and, and there's more there's more to you i know it's unbelievable <laughs> i know you can tell i'm not working very much <laughs> <laughs> and uh we did we got firewall we played we firewall um firewall zero hour sony very kindly gave us a couple of codes for this to try out and we were online streaming we were showing our skills or lack of them <laughs> it was fine until we started playing with other people that, that were quite good at the game <laughs> So, for anyone that didn't see the stream, it is archived on our YouTube, but uh, Firewall Zero Hours, a sort of team-based, sort of special forces kind of shooter. Um, very sort of, uh, how would I put it? Kind of Rainbow Sixy. Yeah, it's very sort of stripped down. There's not a massive amount of modes or anything like that. It's a very much, there's one way to play the game. Um, it's one kind of very sturdy, very solid one. Quite a lot of maps. Yeah, quite for, for, for one mode there is, yeah. It's basically 4v4, um, very tight kind of battles, um, and it's all played in VR. Yeah, that's really good. It's, I really enjoy it. It's absolutely brilliant. 
this this is the game I wanted Bravo Team to be. Yes, yes. Because, you know, we got Bravo Team, we played a little bit of that, and it was a bit of a bit of a mess, unfortunately, Bravo yeah, Team. Yeah. Maybe worth jumping back in and seeing whether updates have fixed things, but it just seemed a bit broken, Bravo Team. Yeah. That's definitely not the feeling with Zero Hour. The Bravo Team's main issue, I think, was the, the AI. Who well, that was run behind you and not shooting you things. We'll put it this way. I don't know if you played. There is a sort of offline training um, bit in Firewall. Have you played much of that? Uh, I've played a couple of bits. Of it, yeah. I tell you, there's not a problem with the AI in that. No, there. it's brutal. Bloody solid. <laughs> <laughs> and incredibly quiet and terrifying. <laughs> you, come, you walk down a corridor and you suddenly come face to face with like one or two of these armed mercenaries and they're terrifying. And that's of the course, time you take to reload. The added fear, of course, with VR is that they're the same bloody height as you as yes. well, so you you literally come face to face with them. Yeah, it's um, yes, yeah, it's, it's terrifying. It's great for we were lucky in, in the stream. It's great because there was four of us who all know each other. Yes, um, which I think communication is a huge part of the game, and the four of us knowing each other made it better, but also a lot more fun. But what I would say, and this is something that you know we don't we don't do an awful lot of um chatting to other folk online that we don't know usually yeah. we usually play in, in small groups and private party chats and all that sort of stuff however firewall's not really an option with that especially because there's quite a small player base at the moment yeah um but every single and I, I mean this absolutely we have not met a single member of that community so far who wasn't absolutely delightful and not one who didn't ptfo just yeah. properly yeah. playing objectives and just helping each other out and talking and and properly. I mean, not not quite like Revel to Zero moving in, moving in. Not quite that, but but at the same yeah, time, yeah. talking quite tactically yeah. and clearly. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I think another overwhelming thing that just gets me is actually, particularly with the PlayStation VR, how good the headset and voice chat is. Yeah, well, like, it's great because everybody's got a mic. Yeah, everybody that's playing has got a mic right, right at their nose, and the quality is just excellent. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really, really good. good. It's really good. So, um, I have to say, and and if you're a fan of um, of kind of first person shooters, then I genuinely think that we this might well be the game to get VR for. That I was just about to say the exact same thing. Um, I think you you know remember we did the PlayStation Experience, yes, um, where you got to try different games like Drive Club and. Farpoint uh, until dawn. Until dawn. So like that. that was when that was when shortly before that was about a month or so before PlayStation VR got uh, released yeah. and they were giving people a chance to try it out. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you put people into Firewall, I think they'd have sold a bunch more because I, I think that you're right. I think this is the game that would make you want to get VR. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everybody I've introduced to VR, whether I've used things like Until Dawn or whatever you know even even things like um the playstation worlds everybody to a fault uh, to a you know every single one of them's been blown away by it. yeah however not that many of them have literally went well that's me i'm going out and spend 300 i know that it's, it's still a pretty hefty i mean the price has come down now, but it's still a pretty hefty chunk of change yeah, yeah. but i kind of think if if there's people out there who haven't really bought balked at the price off it very much and 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 have been sort of just waiting for an excuse to get PlayStation VR then this might just be about it. Yeah. You can certainly buy 
Firewall just now. I mean, you'll be able to get it in a bundle, I'm sure. But you can get Firewall just now and you'll get it bundled with the VR aim controller. I do not have one of those. Um, I'm playing the game with the DualShock 4. It works perfectly fine. Immersive-wise, it's not it's not great. But, um, but it works perfectly fine. So you don't need it. Um, although I'm sure it's infinitely better playing with it. You are playing with the VR aim. Yes, I sold my firstborn to, to pick it up. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, immersive wise, it, it makes a world of difference. Really so. does, really does. Um, I, and I just think it's 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 not gimmicky. I think that's that's the the issue with some of the the VR games is everyone tries it and goes, "That's great," but it's it's, it's fine for twenty minutes and all that. Firewall, you could sit and play all night, in the same way that you could play Call of Duty all night. It's it's, it's well, we played a lot of it. It's, it's on one night, and it's just not get the gimmick, but the. It's, it's different from a, a you know a normal twin stick shooter because it, half the fun is being immersive and looking around corners, using your head to look around a corner yep. rather than leaning, pressing a button to and lean, actually crouching down at points. <laughs> um, and another thing that I'm just blown away by is I just don't feel sick in it. Good, I was I meant to ask you about this. It's got proper sort of locomotion proper sort of free movement in the game you use this analog stick to move so it's not teleporting about it's not um you do press a button to turn mm-hmm. um on on an axis so it kind of turns you in a, like a 90 degree and it, it sort of teleports you for that as such you just gonna and you're there but yeah i mean we played hours off it and i didn't feel sick eventually i started to feel my eyes were getting a bit tired that does happen with vr and again, I think it's just getting used to it yeah, and all that totally, sort of stuff. Because totally. um, my VR legs are a wee bit stronger than yours, I think. Uh-huh. And I, I meant to ask you about your motion sickness because I'd heard a lot of people saying they weren't getting it with Firewall. No, I've, I've, I didn't feel remotely sick playing Firewall and we must have played, what, two hours off at least? At least, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a great sign as well. Um, whatever it is they're doing, they seem to be making big progress. Yeah. So, great yeah. Great fun, great fun. Yeah, lots of fun. We're going to stream that again um, at some point soon as well um, because it is a lot of fun and we really, you know, we're big believers in VR and we really do want people to see it. So again, keep an eye on social media and we'll, um, we'll, we'll keep you up to date with what's happening then. And if you go to the stream, you'll also see us uh, lock ourselves in a room with grenades. Yes, I'm the one who was, was pointing great, out how stupid an idea it was. It was a great tactic. And I'm the one who was also proved right immediately. <laughs> also, also, for some reason, I'm also the poor so-and-so that ended up dying first. <laughs> Honestly, just surrounded by idiots. Uh, it, was, it was all working so well. The, the idea was good. It just wasn't executed in the way that I had foreseen. It certainly was not. <laughs> anyway, there is one big game that we haven't mentioned yet that I've been playing. I, I got on launch day. You got a few days later? Yes, it is. Uh, we've probably been playing about it. It is, of course, Insomniac. Jet Set Willy. It's not Jet Set. FIFA. <laughs> is indeed Insomniac Games Marvel Spider-Man Spider-Man He's not Phil Spider-Man <laughs> He's a Spider-Man <laughs> Yep, that's the one uh, Yeah, so Well, Paul, what, what are you thinking? Swish, swish, swish This game's a lot of fun, isn't it? It is I saw a quote by uh, I'm not sure if it was IGN or someone like that But they said um, Yeah, I'll just jump in and do a couple of Spider-Man missions six hours later of web swinging through the city <laughs> doing nothing but swinging I saw somebody on Twitter 
pointing out that the best thing about Spider-Man he felt was the fact that he doesn't use fast travel at all. I've not even came across it yet. So you can you can fast travel, and it's worth doing once just because the sort of like wee video sequences that they do for it's quite fun. Um, you sort of like see. Did I tell you or not? Should I tell you? Oh, it's fine. You sort of see like Spider-Man on the tube, oh, or the, I think on the subway and stuff that, like that, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but the traversal system, the the web swinging and flying about the city is just so entertaining. Also, the the Jonah Jameson sort of stuff and yeah. all that. Um, just keeps you really entertained. Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've played, I don't know, maybe, maybe two hours of the actual story. Yep. Um, I've probably played about twelve hours of the game, but two hours of the story, and I can tell that I'm already missing so many wee Marvel Easter eggs. There's hundreds of them. Um, a whole load of them in the, the sort of backpack stuff. Okay. Yeah. You see a lot of them. The backpacks and the locations will give you a lot of sort of like Easter eggs from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, even from the Marvel Television Universe or whatever it's called. I can't remember what Netflix called their, their bit. Oh, yeah. Um, there's wee bits there and, of course, lots of kind of comic book stuff as well. It's, it, the attention to detail in the game is huge and and really brilliant. I have a couple of minor gripes with well, here it. Here he comes, here he comes. For me, the the game basically feels like a re-skinned Arkham mm-hmm. Fair game. Play. Fair point. Now, that's not necessarily a criticism. I don't mean that because I enjoy the Arkham games. Um, the only issue I have is it's gameplay-wise... I don't mean like in the sort of the fun gameplay wise. I just mean the sort of way you go about playing the game feels a bit old fashioned now because, you know, starting from Assassin's Creed and things like that, all the way through Shadow of Mordor and um, things like obviously Arkham, which it heavily borrows from, uh, and then up to things like Horizon Zero Dawn and Far Cry and things. How many times do you have to go and unlock a radio tower or something like that to then unfog a section in a map? Yeah, yeah. It just feels a bit of a tired mechanic to do that. Doesn't mean I don't enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. actually, it makes perfect sense in the world of Spider-Man to do it. Um, they're actually incredibly easy to do. They only take a couple of minutes to do. And it's quite a fun wee mini game. Dead simple one, but um, but it just feels a wee bit. And then, of course, you're just kind of flying about doing stuff. And And really, if you do look at it through an Arkham lens, it's very, very similar to Arkham. Even the combat system essentially feels like it's been lifted right out of the Arkham yeah. games. The buttons have been switched around, so instead of uh, triangle to block and uh, kind of dodge and counter and things like that, it's circle. But apart from that, it's essentially yeah. the same. Is your muscle memory still still in on triangle? No, no, no. But I did hear a friend of the podcast, Gary Hogg, did have big problems with yeah. it. He did say that his muscle memory was was very much in um, triangle. Um, so that's that's the sort of minor gripe so, I have with it. Would you rather it was it was just open world to begin with, and you you, you didn't you know it was all open if you know what I mean? It was unfogged completely, and you didn't have to do that. And there was something else in its place, another task to do. Yeah, possibly. Um, do you just feel it's a bit mundane? To I just feel it's just something that you have. It's not anything new. Okay. Okay. Um, and I just kind of feel, and, and this isn't again not necessarily just a. A criticism entirely insomniac and spider-man this is more just a thing in general, in general with games game, i kind of yeah. feel we're kind of done with the radio tower sort of thing maybe see about finding something some different way to break up the map or whatever however 
that's the minor downer I've got. I love this game. Mm. It is a lot of fun. The story's excellent, more or less. There's a couple of um, wee bits. There's a couple of sort of stealth missions which I found a bit boring. <laughs> You're not the stealthiest of games, well, really. It's not. You? It's not that. It's just I. I didn't find them particularly difficult, but they're they're like auto fail. You know, like if you get ah, caught, you okay. fail. You have to restart the mission, which can get a bit boring. Um, however, they're not really that difficult. So, I think there's only been like twice I've ever been caught in okay. either of the stealth in any of the stealth missions. There's quite a few of them. Um, it makes some pretty b- interesting choices narrative wise. Um, I've heard this. Yeah, I don't know what the details, but yeah. including a particular sort of cheeky moment where it does rather troll the viewer a wee bit. Okay. And you're a bit like, have they done this? Are they doing this? They can't be doing this. You've got a wee moment of that. Uh, I won't tell you when or where or where, but anyone that's played through will probably know what I'm talking about. That I quite liked that. That was that was a bit cheeky. Um, the fights are great. I'm playing it on the hardest difficulty as I usually do and it's it was a nightmare to begin with because yeah, the fighting's tough, hard. Yeah. The fighting is hard. Um, once you start to like get used to it and start to level yourself up a bit, it becomes a bit more, uh, a bit easier. But it is still definitely a challenge. Um, so the voice acting's great. The sort of attention to detail's great. The fighting's great. The story's great. The animations are just brilliant. Yeah, I, I really. There's all sorts of like wee mini games you do as well, which are all quite well thought out and quite good. Um, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it really does look absolutely stunning. Yeah, uh, New York has never looked so good. No, it's it's astonishing. It really is. The attention to detail, as I said, is huge. The I'm having I'm playing again. We we play in PS Pro, mm-hmm. um, and in the in well, basically 4K and in, in essentially essentially as close to 4K as, the, as it can go. as PS4 can do. Um, it looks staggering. Yeah, colors are bright. They pop. The HDR, really yeah. Nice. I mean, it really is... There there are points where it literally looks like a film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It really does look like a film. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of time with it, a lot of fun with it. It's not a massive game as such. The world itself's pretty massive, mm-hmm. but story-wise, it's, it's you know... Um, I'm probably... I haven't checked, but I must be about 75% completion. Okay. Um, what kind of hours are we talking? Would you say? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but I must there's, be. There's wee things to do. I must be somewhere in the region of maybe twenty-five to thirty hours or so. Okay. Okay. Maybe. That's that might be very a very conservative. I might be miles past that. I don't know, but it doesn't feel like I've been playing it for a long time. But it does feel like I've been playing it for a good time. Yeah. Worth the money still. Yeah, I would yeah, say so. Yeah. I mean, obviously, games are pretty expensive these yeah, days yeah. but um but yeah i would say so i'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of it what i do think is once i platinum it which i'm aiming to do i'm probably going to trade it in because i don't yeah. know if i would necessarily go back to play it a lot i know there's dlc and things like that coming out but um yeah i don't know hmm. oh. I, I have to agree with you just about on all accounts I've yeah nothing, i've basically really spoken all, i suppose no so that's fine that's but fine. you've um You've not played as much of it yet. No, not at all. But I, I, pretty much everything you're saying is uh, is on point with me. Um, yeah, I mean, I, there's there's a couple of silly things like you know, um, one of the side missions that you get to do, you know, the kind of uh, on the spot missions is you have to rescue people from cars. Yep. And I had to lift. I think it was a truck out the way. Mm-hmm. And when I lifted the truck, he put it through another car. 
You know, like, there was no collision. <laughs> yeah. Things like that, I'm a bit like, really should I've seen a couple of emails like that, um, <laughs> which is a wee bit odd at times. Yeah. Uh, but, it has had another update now, which is probably fixing wee moments like that. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, other than that, it's it's pretty seamless. Uh, you know, we were talking about web slinging and, you know, in the old game where you would web swing to the sky. Well, that was the thing. The original, so this game's very, very similar to the Amazing Spider-Man that was on PS1, I think. Um, and that was this huge open world game at the time, you know, and I remember playing it was this very, very foggy New York hmm. with like fog above <laughs> you and fog below you. Just these sort of like square buildings everywhere. And of course, when you were doing your web sw- swinging, your web's basically came basically vertically down from the middle of the sky and you're like, there's no building there. What the, what's going on here? The difference with this one, of course, with the web swinging is that if you jump, say you come off, say you're swinging from a high building and then you kind of swing across onto our, to, towards lower buildings and throw a web up. If there's no other high buildings around, then you've you're got nothing to catch there's onto. Nothing there, man. And therefore you drop, and then once you kind of fall in line with a building that's more, that's a, you know, you, that you're then below, you can then attach that. So your webs actually feel like they're properly attaching to buildings. So you have to actually think a bit more like Spider-Man would, I suppose, and think about exactly how you're going to get somewhere. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. I, I, so much fun. I've just unlocked the skill where you can do the like somersaults. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so much fun. It's great. Yeah, and getting lots of and building up focus and things. Yeah. yeah, so I'm having a lot of fun. You're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it seems quite a lot of other people are having a lot of fun. We've, we've heard from the listeners. Yeah, well, we've got James Keenan was in touch and he says uh, Spider Man, he's been playing Spider Man, which is great fun. He's really enjoying it and he's loving the storyline with a few nice surprises already in it. He says, for not the best gamer, he's enjoying the gameplay and the moves. Yeah. Gary Hogg also says, uh, Spider-Man's amazing. Uh, and Christopher Patrick, Spider-Man every day for hours on the end is just the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's short and sweet. And Jimmy Simpson just says he's been playing Spider-Cup. Spider-Cup. When he gets the time. So yeah, so there's lots and lots and lots of people playing Spider-Man. Brilliant. Um, so yeah, do get in touch with us if you've been playing Spider-Man. Let us know what you think. Uh, uh, we've also had a few people playing some other games as well yeah. so I see uh, James Keenan has also had a little shot at the FIFA 19 demo which only just came out he says it went well he lost 3-0 to his nephew excellent actually knowing James Keenan as we do actually 3-0 is an improvement oh, oh, shot, oh, shot, shot shots fired Chopper <laughs> uh, Hogg has been in touch uh, Mr. Gary Hogg he's also been playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider, mm. which has been excellent so far. So it's a bit glitchy you, you, sometimes. You sent me a wonderful video of yeah, a Yeah, well, well, some terrible, some of the voice acting doesn't look very good, but I believe it has had a pretty enormous day one patch. Has it updated the performances? Well, I don't know if it's done that, but it has fixed some of the issues. Um, I started but, playing the first one of this. Yes. Can I tell everyone what I'm doing? Is that okay, just to cut in? Uh, yes, why not? Um, basically, uh, you can now download Steam Link onto your phone. So Steam Link is usually the wee box that you would get to play uh, Steam games on your telly via your PC. Uh, they've now released a, a beta app for your phone, so you can now Steam Link to your phone. And I've now got a cable and a wee holder for my phone that I can then attach onto my PS4 controller and play games on my phone. Are you? Is it a Sony phone you have? It is not a Sony oh, phone. Oh, it's not a it Sony phone. It is not phone. a Sony oh, there phone. You go. Um, and it's worked quite well. So I, I, I did the, the opening of the, the first Tomb Raider uh, and it's it's playing brilliantly. 
brilliant. Really responsive. Yeah, it's good. It's good. The yeah. original Tomb Raider reboot is good. And this is the sort of like third part in the so far trilogy. Um, yeah, so Gary seems to be having a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Um, and Jamie Simpson also has been playing a bit of Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. I don't even know what that is. It's got to be Nintendo. I think Jamie's on Nintendo. That might be well. Switch. That might be a Switch game. That shows you how little we know. I've been working. I've been working. <laughs> yeah, so do drop us a line if you want to get in touch. You can get us on Facebook, the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, on Twitter at Nearly Men, or you can find all our information at www.thenearlymen.com. So, uh, word since last time, uh, the Wee Maverick has been in touch, uh, talking to Miss Debs eighty eight. Actually, a bit of a conversation about the last uh, the last discussion we had about music and games. Uh, and Wee Maverick says, "Yes, Miss Debs, the sound of Sonic approaching potential drowning is so memorable. And when he did, oofed, <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> and great choice of Baba Yetu by Peter." How could I forget that one? So the wee maverick was giving us some nice feedback, and you just, you just. Sorry. She also said that she loved that feature, the Nearly Men, but you just sang over it with your ridiculous. Baba Yet is so singable, though. Not by you, mate. Not by you. Jason Park's also been in touch. He said, favourite music in a game. Everyone's Gone to the Rapture has the soundtrack for me. It's a mix of classical and choral tracks, but it's just so soulful. It fits contextually to the game's non-linear narrative and is heartbreaking. Yes, I played a little bit of Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Uh Um, I do remember the music. Um, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture's got a a feel of of either one about it as well. It's that same sort of thing. Ether one. one. Ether one. That's the second time you've said either one. Never mind. Ether (laughs) one. Uh, It's got that same sort of thing. Uh, and yeah, but I might have to go back and have a proper listen to that yeah. music. Well, Jason actually put a link to one of the songs on the Facebook page. So he did. his comment, and I had a wee listen today. It was lovely. Really lovely. Nice. Really nice. Very nice. Doesn't beat uh, the match of the day, though. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> or, or my Last of Us impersonation. Yes, yes, that was um, grim. <laughs> but uh, yes, yeah, so as, as Paul said, please do, if you get any more thoughts and what have you get in touch right now Paul there was a, a bit of a an event as it were mm-hmm. uh, last weekend there uh, EA had their um, it's in the game beta that's the one uh, for Battlefield 5 yeah are we calling it Battlefield 5 or Battlefield V Battlefield 5 is that what it is called that's what it's called yes right so 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 they went from 4 to 1 to 5 yes and then changed the Roman numerals and uh, I don't mind the Roman numerals. I know why they did that. I just don't understand why they went from one to five when it should clearly be two now. Because <laughs> it's World War One was one, and now World War Two is five. I mean, they're pushing it. They really no, are pushing. No, it should be Battlefield Six is what it should be, really, because Battlefield Five was actually Battlefield One. Yeah. So Battlefield Six beta happened last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess I guess they've just done sort of so sort of like. So what what was Battlefield then? If Battlefield One was Battlefield One, what was Battlefield? Well, Battlefield was Battlefield nineteen forty two, I think. Was that the first one? I think that was the first. But one. then does it go Battlefield Two? No, after Battlefield uh, nineteen forty, well, they did like they did like twenty forty two, and they did Battlefield Vietnam and all that sort of stuff. What was before Battlefield Three? 
but there was also Battlefield Bad Company and all that sort of stuff. I don't know if there was a Battlefield 2. There might have been. Right. But so, But even if you're saying that, then there was Battlefield 1942, Battlefield 2042, Battlefield Bad Company. So that's three. And then they brought there was Battlefield, Battlefield Bad Company 2. There was also Battlefield... No, there was Battlefield 2 as well, because I played Battlefield 2. Yeah, there PC. was Battlefield 2. Do you know what I mean? I know. There's I know. issues here, man. Anyway, I suppose the one thing I would say is that um, I really liked Battlefield 5. It was good. Yeah, I didn't play as much of it as I wanted to. Yeah, neither um, did I. Uh, I did. Uh, I mainly did the. Is it the Tides thing? The, the big thing? So the that's the event. new sort of grand operations thing. Yeah. That that's going to be huge, and I really like the idea of that. I've I've always uh, enjoyed continual things that grow and change, like For Honor with the the borders changing and things like that. Borders. Uh, <laughs> in Battlefield Five. If I can't say ether, then you can't say borders. 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 That's borders. No, it's not. Borders would be if you boarded a a plane. No, or borders. It's borders uh-huh. if you're east coast. No, it's not. It's borders, borders if you speak it properly. No, it's borders. It's not. You just said it right. Yeah, borders. <laughs> oh, idiot. Right. Oh my gosh. Anyway, yeah, I've always <laughs> enjoyed things that like the 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 uh, the map moves and changes and things like that. And so, this is so this is the sort of e- what was it called? Levolution that they called it in Battlefield Four, where like the, remember the big skyscraper came down yeah. and it kind of changed the map. It's always been a thing. Battlefield have always had this sort of destructibility. Um, and then they sort of evolved that over Battlefield 3 and Battlefield 4 with the evolution. Battlefield 1 had these sort of grand operations where it did... Um, it did Stop shaking your head. That's what they're called. We can't do anything about it. We weren't invited to the brainstorming session. And um, and they they sort of evolved... Did you play, when you played this one, um, Tides of War or whatever it's called, I can't remember the, the forms that it's called. Should have done some research. Uh, <laughs> did you play the Rotterdam map? Yes. That is a very beautiful map, that isn't is, it? The whole thing was good. And, and you know, it's just you talking about the Levolution thing, I, I, I can't remember any surface not being affected by what was going on. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything seemed to be reacting to what was going on. It's just... Yeah, I mean, listen, it is very much more of the same of Battlefield, yeah. but it, it seems to be evolving. Um, evolving. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> I also just think as well, I suppose, this is always the tricky thing, because, of course, war is horrible, and, of course, in World War One and in World War II, um, particularly these wars that are still, although, obviously, we were nowhere near born when they happened, they're still sort yeah. of in living memory, as it were. Yeah. Um, and it is a bit of a tricky thing to take to use these sort of things as an entertainment. But of course, there's been war films and war games made since kind of time immemorial. Immemorial. Mm. I need to stop no, using words I don't. Convinced. I don't know how to say. <laughs> um, but that aside, World War Two is probably the fun war. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Called <laughs> <laughs> little liberal democrats. Well, the tricky thing again is that very much. Uh, <laughs> The tricky thing, well, the thing is that, and this was always the issue with World War One, with Battlefield One, was the fact that a wee bit boring. Well, no, no, it wasn't boring. (laughs) But the problem is that on Battlefield One, it was never really a a sort of good guys versus bad guys war, right? You know, whereas I'm interested to see where you go with this. Whereas obviously World War Two, because of the Nazis and all the various things, that was very much a sort of good versus evil 
battle. I think right. that's why it's a bit more obvious. Um, I think that's why that's World War Two has particularly been a lot more um, easy to utilize in popular culture. I mean, if you if you look at movies and games and everything, there's far more with World War Two than there ever was about World War One. The big war, though. Which like, one? Uh, the Second World War. Yeah. Well, Do you know what I mean? The, the, the First World War was... Uh, it was a bit kind of shock to the system for everybody. It was still a four-year conflict and yeah, millions of people died. But the the Second World War had more going on. There's, there's more stories in that. I'm talking from an entertainment point of view. Yeah, we're still talking about the systematic mass murder of people all over the world. God, aye. But that, I mean, that's a different conversation. Yes, absolutely. That's a different conversation. And we don't support war, but we do like war games. Well, listen, see, I, I don't understand why, you know, these days, if, if there's going to be a war, just line everybody up and... Uh, get and them what? <laughs> just, <laughs> where's put, this going? This has got dark. Put, put um, you know, 50,000 people playing Battlefield on each side. I would and adore that. Permadeath. I would, if you, if you I would get the Medal of Honor. Do you know what I mean? That would be very popular. That'd be very useful. There you go, and whoever wins at the end goes, ah, right, you win. Well, I was, well that's that's the sort of ready player one sort of thing yeah. almost. Yeah, that yeah. would be a great way to finish conflicts or, I mean? or sort them out. Um, yeah, but then well, There's no course, money in that. No, that's true. <laughs> well, there is if you're selling the headsets, I oh, suppose. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, we're getting very sidetracked. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, yes, the beta was fun. The beta was fun. Uh, it looks very, very shiny. I'm, was I wasn't sure. I quite fancied the idea of World War, the World War Two, uh, Battlefield Five. Wasn't sure if I was going to get it. I'm now a lot more keen to potentially get this. Game. Yeah, I hadn't played a, a big shooter like that for a while. Uh, it was more things like Firewall mm-hmm. that I was playing that was quite intense and small. Um, so when I first jumped into Battlefield, and it was just you know. 64 people it's just so exciting the idea of 60 and then really Battlefield is really the only thing that really is giving you I know Fortnite and things like that are there but the sort of team based you know 32 versus 32 mental firefights at land sea and air stuff Battlefield is the place to be for it just the sheer fact I mean it's, it's like war just the sheer fact that you could get shot from anywhere I think yep. that that you know with games at like Fortnite and all that you know that people are concentrated in wee pools and places and there's maybe the odd person out and about but Battlefield you, you turn a corner and there could be somebody there or if there's not somebody there, there's somebody twenty feet away and it's just so much busier and and intense. Great, yeah, it was good. It was good fun. I I, I don't genuinely look forward to playing the game. And with Battlefield One, I was a wee bit yeah yeah it's all right yeah uh, still got it enjoyed it but. Well, I, that, I wasn't excited for it. I suppose it? that was kind of my point about World War Two being essentially the more fun sort of war. Um, <laughs> doubling down on this, um, it's just because of the. Let me give you a bigger speed here. The added sort of elements of the improved firearms, for instance, the the sort of you know the Thompson machine guns and the MP40s and things like that, but also the 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 use of planes. Yes, planes. Yeah. You know the, the that are going to be more manoeuvrable than the sort of bi wings and that sort of stuff that, that World War One was using. The improvements and things like the tanks, the sort of famous tanks like the Tiger tanks and the Panzer tanks and the you know the Sherman tanks and things like that. Uh, on top of that, things like V two rockets. Yeah. Um, 
submarines. Well, I don't know if submarines are in the game, but but that sort of thing. Um, the huge battleships and stuff. There's all sorts of elements that will that will add to the game. Whereas Battlefield One was because of the nature of the setting of the war and the the limits of the technology at the time. It of course added things like gas and stuff like that, which of course horrendous things. And luckily enough, we're we're very rarely or very scarcely used in World War Two, but that was the sort of element was yeah. very much about gas and barbed wire, the sort of things and artillery, the sort of things that were synonymous with that war. With Battlefield Two, eh, sorry, Battlefield Five, World War Two. This is really confusing. There's it opens it up as you said. The scale's going to be bigger. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be potentially stuff in America. Well, with the Americans um, in this the Pacific, for yeah, instance. Yeah. There's going to be lots of Western Front sort of stuff. There'll, there'll potentially be Russian campaign stuff and things like yeah, that as well. Yeah. There'll probably be Africa yep. uh, and all that. So it's going to. Yeah, there's going to be a lot to unpack. Yeah. There's a lot of modes as well. Um, Absolutely, you know that you've got your your big tides of the war, whatever it's called. You've got your normal death matches. You've got a battle royale mode. Yeah, so I believe that's Firestorm they're calling yeah, that. Which Criterion I believe have handled oh, really? rather than Dice, I think. Right. Yeah, so that's Criterion did the X-wing mission for Battlefront, I think, for VR. Yeah. Ah. Um, so Criterion have done uh, the battle royale mode. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I think it'll be great fun. Yeah, I'm quite excited. So yeah, let us know what you think. If you're, if you're, are you guys? Did you try the beta? Any thoughts? Um, did you potentially have you not played Battlefield for a while? Is is this one that you're you're more keen to have a go at? Uh, and what was your favourite war? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul. <laughs> it's time for Quizzes Crumbs. Hey, okay, okay. Uh, right, I've got a couple for you, Colin. Yep. Um, Rocksteady. Yes. Do you know who they are? Yes. That's the guy who was with Bebop. That's, that's him. Yeah. Uh, Rocksteady. Bebop had... was a pig. What was Rocksteady? Rhino. Was he a... Ah, Rhino, so he was. Yeah. That's because he was a dinosaur. Now he was a rhino. <laughs> a dinosaur? I just remember him sort of having... I couldn't quite remember. How, how many how, what, dinosaurs in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That doesn't fit. I just kind of remember him looking a bit like um, Koopa Trooper in the... Or, <laughs> King Koopa in the <laughs> terrible Super Mario Brothers movie. The dinosaur. Rocksteady the dinosaur. No, he's a, you're right, he's a rhino. Right. Anyway, Rocksteady, anyway. Um, who made the Arkham games, who we've yes. spoken about, and if you tie in here, they've had job listings uh, put out that could hint at their rumoured Superman game. Yes. They've been advertising for a triple A game. Uh, and some positions ask for a broad knowledge of comics, novels, games, cinema, and popular popular culture relating to video games, mm. as well as flagging up their link to the Warner Brothers. So it, it's it's going to be a next generation game, as far as I know. Next generation game. That's next gen. That, yeah. that was like Bruce Forsyth generation. <laughs> game. Was that something <laughs> tripped off my tongue there? <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so it's going to be a next generation game, apparently. But um, so it's a while away. Uh, yeah, everybody's psyched and hoping it's a Superman game. So it could be that. I'm trying to think what else Warner Brothers have. Obviously, Warner Brothers have got like the Harry Potter games, but it's unlikely that they're going to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And they've also got some of the Mid- Middle Earth stuff. That's all. Yeah, they're Lord of the Rings, yeah. Warner Brothers, but I don't think they're going to take that off of the team that already do them if they do so. Well, in saying that, there is another uh, free-to-play MMO Lord of the Rings, Rings game getting made. Okay. Even though there is already one existing, so you never know. So, yeah. It could it could be 
but it does sound a bit more likely to be something like Superman. It'll be interesting. The the ultimate problem they're going to have with this is always the problem with Superman. He's just so powerful. Well, yeah. How on earth do you make that a, in any way a challenge if you are literally powerful enough to punch somebody in the sun? Do you bleed? So I I think I have Greg Miller or something on uh, the kind of funny channel. He was um he's got a big pitch for his own idea for a Superman film, and it's got something to do with Superman getting like wrapped in some sort of like kryptonite suit or something like that. There's a red kryptonite suit, I think. Oh, sorry, a red kryptonite room, which essentially um, blanks out his powers. So now kryptonite hurts him, yeah, and makes him ill. But red kryptonite doesn't. Red kryptonite just neutralizes him. If, if memory serves. So, I mean, <clears throat> that is going to be the biggest issue, is how you limit his powers, at least to begin with. Or else do you potentially take him somewhere where, you know, where his powers are less powerful? Do you take him to some sort of planet where everybody's got superpowers, for instance? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that kind of defeats uh, the no, purpose of being Superman. A fair point. The, the thing that's always appealed to me about Superman, which... Sadly, the current DC universe is ignoring is the fact that Superman is more human than humans, and that's always been my appeal to him. Whereas um, the Warner Brothers, the DC universe is more Superman is more emo than human. Yes, it's just sitting there greeting with his weird lips. <laughs> you were fooling nobody. Wasn't you that fooled <laughs> nobody. By the way, that uh, looked terrible. First shot of the movie. I know. I know. First shot of the movie, and everyone's just like. What is wrong with his face? I know. It's a shame. Again, not not Henry's fault, although they seem to have sacked him for it. Well, apparently not. <laughs> apparently it's all rumour. Oh, really? Well, so I was reading, and uh, Henry Cavill put up on his Facebook page uh, a kind of Superman thing the day after it. So everyone's kind of saying it's a bad rumour. Oh, good. Right. Well, Hopefully. that might be, because you kind of feel he's he's got a good Superman yeah. movie left in him. He's yeah. just not been able to make one yet. <laughs> Gosh. So that's unfortunate. Here's a nice wee segue into the next crumb. Yes. Um, are you excited for The Witcher? I wasn't. Oh, you weren't? Oh. Well, the idea of The Witcher TV show, I was just a bit like, oh God, this is going to be a bit naff. However. Well, Superman himself, Henry Cavill, has been cast as Geralt. <laughs> Geralt. 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 Geralt of Rivia. And you know what? I'm suddenly so much more into this because this sounds like there's serious investment going into this. Mm-hmm. If you can afford to get Superman playing Geralt, then there's money behind this. And apparently Henry Cavill is a big witcher nut. Yes, so is C. Um, I'm not quite sure he's grizzled enough, but he's got that sort of, I guess he's got that, I mean, he's a big handsome guy, so yeah, he's got yeah. that side of things. Um, yeah, I'm quite excited by this, actually. Yeah. This This does sound quite cool and if he is a big fan of the witcher then i get the impression that he's either had some sort of assurances or he's potentially seen a script or whatever um or either way he's on the sort of right um he's on similar wavelengths with the people involved so it it sounds pretty cool yeah i'm excited it'll be a lot of fun Um, i think it's is it 2020 it's due it's a it's a bit off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah it'll be interesting to see only eight episodes though i'm well, that's not too bad, actually. I, I don't mind that. Um, one of my favourite things I've watched recently was The Defenders. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. And that was only eight episodes. I was gutted it was only eight episodes because uh, it was so good. But the, the thing yeah. is, the sort of less is more is sometimes quite a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's like a big mini-movie. 
Like a big mini movie, that doesn't make sense. Well, that's you know thing, I mean? even no. if it is eight episodes, it's still going to be longer than a movie. Yeah. So yeah. that's a lot. That's of, what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of mean mini movie. It's like a big movie. I mean, eight episodes is essentially... Eight hours? Yes. Well, I know that, but... what? I can do basic math. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Paul, how, well, did, depends you, how, how did you that? work that out? Some things are 40 minutes. Yeah, I assume What's, what's eight episodes of 40 minutes? Go. Go. Nah, five, five hours and late. 40 or something? <laughs> Don't know if that's even true. I'm rubbish at maths. But my issue is that, yeah, you know, that's still that's still going to be around about the line for three movies. You know, well, it depends how long your movie is. Well, if you're The Hobbit, your tiny little book turns into like a twelve-hour turgid. <laughs> oh, that was disappointing. Anyway, uh, I'm excited about that. That will be fun. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and that was... Quidditch Crumbs! Alright, let's move on to the freebies. We're going to fire through with these because there's not been a massive amount of changes. No, this is all new. Oh, this is? This is all new because we missed an episode. Of course there is, right. <laughs> Just because we're this far through the thing. Forgive me. Right, okay. So, our games of gold. Let's start with the Xbox. Um, so, for the whole month of September, so you've still got a little bit of time left in this, you can get Prison Architect, which is a management sim. That's for Xbox One. Uh, from September the 16th until October the 15th, you, were go- you are going to get Live Lock, which uh, is a top-down shooter. And right now... You're not convinced sorry, by that? <laughs> no, it's it's just the ridiculous way that they do these. I know. I know. Um, and we've got from the 16th of September until September the 30th, so you've not got a lot of time with that, we have Retro Vintage Collection Monster World. So this is... This is for the Xbox 360 plus one, so this is uh, plus the one, so this is the backwards compatibility yeah. thing. That's Monster World. That's Monster Boy, I believe. Wonder Boy. So yeah. Well, my wife's going to be devastated that I am a play- PlayStation <laughs> fanboy. <laughs> nearly said that I'm a Playboy. <laughs> oh dear, you have worked. I'm too a hard. Playboy fanboy. That's a bit <laughs> awkward. Uh, so yes, that's quite interesting. Uh, I see we've also got a wee cheeky uh, Microsoft deal of the week, which is Assassin's Creed Black Flag for the Xbox One. You can get that for £6.40. Is that the same one as last time? Well, no, that's what I thought when I was putting it in. I thought, I've just done this, but maybe I did it for PlayStation. Uh, we maybe did it last time. I can't remember. But yeah, no, that's currently on the on the deal. I see. Well, I don't have a PSN one because I forgot to actually look. Um, <laughs> it's actually slow picking. So there we go. Your one and only deal of the week this week is for Xboxers. There we are. This is this is how the Xboxers usually feel, how the PlayStation people feel. We're doing this a bit oh off the dear. on the cuff, off oh the cuff. Dear. PlayStation Plus for August. <laughs> Listen, nobody's going to need a deal of the week this week on PlayStation because actually the PlayStation Plus games are incredibly strong. This they are indeed. Uh, I see Sony actually have been advertising that it's a hundred and eleven pounds worth of game. Wow. Game. Uh, I mean that is based on the incredibly expensive. Um, PlayStation Store prices, oh, yes. but, but still. Uh, so Destiny Two, that's a big, big game, and that was only just out that's last year. year. Yeah. So Destiny Two is available PS4. It actually was released early, um, yeah. but of course that news is no inf- no use to you now because it took us so long to record an episode. My fault. Unless you're Biff Tannen, currently sitting in the president's office. Yeah, he's got enough to do. 
next up is God of War 3 Remaster. I'm very excited about playing this again. This is one of my favourite PlayStation 3 games. It's an absolute belter. Ooh. And anybody who has played the new God of War and maybe hasn't played them, this is a great excuse to go and, and try the best, I would say, of the original God of Wars. This has got a little bit... In previous episodes, I've talked about this sort of slightly juvenile approach at points they've had with sort of some of the treatment of women in the game, some of the violence, the incredible shouting that Kratos does a lot. There is a lot of that in there, but this is still an incredibly fun game, um, apart from a few questionable issues. Um, and the combat is incredible. The scale of the game is brilliant. This was a PS3 game. Of course, it's remastered. It's got full trophy support. Um, so I'm going to be jumping back in to play that. So you'll need mm-hmm. to give that a go. We also have, uh, for PS4, PS3, and PS Vita, we've got Another World 20th Anniversary. It's a platinum... Eh, platinum? It's a platform mm. game. Uh, I've not seen an awful lot of this one yet. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to it. I played that when it came out 20 years ago. Oh, <laughs> there you go. Um, I think... Uh, I can never remember. I think Flashback was the sequel to this. Okay. Or was Flashback the first? No, I think Another World was the first one. Um, but it's a really quite cool kind of... Uh, you know, almost 70s sci-fi style colouring type thing. Cool. Uh, but you're a wee spy type guy. It's great. No, give that a go. Uh, we've also got Cube Director's Cut. That's for PS4, PS3 and P... Uh, it just says PS4, PS3 and PS3. <laughs> I think just PS4 and PS3. Yes, Sorry. I don't think that's Vita. Uh, we also have Foul Play. That's an action adventure coming to... PlayStation Vita and PS4 and Sparkle 2 which is coming to PS4 PS3 and PS Vita a lot of um, a lot of value particularly for PlayStation 4 users every single game every single game is PS4 uh, and obviously um, there's there's added games for the people who have the other consoles as well as I said there is no PSN deal of the week this week because I completely forgot to check in fact I didn't forget we did check you I did just, look I yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just didn't pick a game so that wasn't great um, but there's plenty to have there, so yeah, excellent. Right, there was a reason why I forgot to pick a deal of the week. Yes, and that was because we were on the PlayStation Store and we got a bit sidetracked because, of course, we have the save point for the Edinburgh Children's Hospital charity that is coming uh, next month. We're going to be doing that on the twelfth of October. Correct. We're going to be running from seven p.m. You're the boss. I haven't said it yet, but I think <laughs> we're going to do from seven p.m. Uh, until 7pm on the Saturday and we're going to do an A to Z of gaming A to Z we're going to do a set we've, well this is what we're going to discuss right here and you dear listener are going to help us out we're going to pick a game to represent each letter of the alphabet so that will be at least 26 games in 24 hours we're still to decide whether or not we'll be playing more than one game for certain uh, letters or not I think Paul you are quite keen to potentially make it one game I am I'm very OCD though so that breaks my OCD by doing two I, I, I think it should be one I, th- I think I think the point of save point needs to be a challenge and I think if we start throwing in games it makes it easier for us that is true I suppose the tricky thing for me is I've sat and agonised over these games so far to try and find ones and certain letters of the alphabet have so many good games it's it's odd because, and I would implore anybody out there that's making a video game, try try to have a look through the alphabet. Think of people like us in future who yeah. might have to do this. 
This is this. It comes up more than you think, you know. <laughs> well, I think you're you're in uh, your game store, your local game store, and you're flicking through them alphabetically. Oh, exactly. There's I mean? there's certain bits of that alphabet that's very neglected. <laughs> so think about that in future before you, you know. I'm basically looking at games starting with S's and R's and T's. Uh, and G's, there's lots of them, lots of them, and M's, lots of M's as well. But these are popular letters. I bet you, if you looked at films, it'd be the same. Yeah. And names. You're probably yeah. right. So the sexy letters. Right. Well, we just do it then. Are we just going for one game per per hour? I think we should. Right. As it stands, that's what we're going for. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, Not committal, Colin. Little. Yes, because because. <laughs> I don't think you've properly looked at this list as much no, as I, no, have. I, have, I have. I think uh, I think we've got some tricky ones. Um, but so, I think that's the, we have to sacrifice. I think that's the thing because, as you say, there's lots like D for example has got lots of good games, and yeah. we want to play them all. But I think we need to sacrifice. Yeah, and play one. Yeah, of them. I think you're right. Okay, so this year we're going to do something a bit different as well. We're going to be utilising not only the PS4, which of course we usually use uh, just because of the ease of broadcasting from it, streaming. Also because it is the game console that we predominantly use, therefore it's the one that we've got the, the most games on usually. It's for the players. It is for the players. Um, however, this year we are going to add up, we're going to go a bit retro, and for the first time in a number of years we're going to play some Nintendo games as well, which I'm very excited about. Bling. So we're going to be using uh, the SNES Classic and the NES Classic as well. So we will be switching between, so it does open up our opportunities a wee bit. Um, with the help of the Sega Mega Drive collection as well, uh, we'll be able to get some OG Sega games thrown into the mix as well. We're playing that via the PS4, because that came recently. So we've got a lot of options. So we're going to try and get some help off of you, dear listeners. Uh, there's certain uh, letters of the alphabet that we're struggling a bit with. So we're going to need some suggestions of games that we can play. Uh, we're going to try not to play too many games that we've done often yeah, on our streams. Yeah. There's certain games that we've we've played quite a lot, so we're going to try not to use them too much and try to show people uh, the retro games they might not have seen for a while or potentially games that they have never seen. Uh, but we'll see what we can do. So I don't know what's the easiest way to do this. Will I just list some of these games that for for letters just now? I I, I would throw a couple of examples. Maybe I wouldn't. Yeah, I I'm would, not going to. I'm not going to go through know, everyone. There's a lot the fair, of games. You know. Yeah. So, well, so I'm, start, some I'm starting with A, for instance, right? Seems a good place to start. And your A to Z. Yeah. And of course, uh, so a couple of games, we've got Absolver there. I saw that. That's a, um, that was a PS Plus game a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a couple of months ago. Um, Altered Beast, the original sort of side-scrolling Sega classic, which is actually not that good a game, really. Um, but you kind of play a, a kind of sort of guy turns into a beast, a, a, an old beast, as we are. Wait to sell it, Colin. <laughs> um, Alien Nation, the housemark game, saw is that, that. Is that the one Mandy Patinkin sings to you? I have no idea. I don't know. It's a joke. No, I didn't get it. You're too young. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, anybody of my age will get that. Well, nobody so named to them. <laughs> There's people that's older We've got than no me. We've got 40-year-olds listening to this. I am not 40. Uh, So I also saw things like A Way Out. And of course, you mentioned um, Alien Isolation, for instance. There's loads of different Mm -hmm, ones. mm -hmm. Um, So I guess we kind of think, at the moment, the one that I'm thinking might be the best one to go for is actually Alien Storm, which is a Mega Drive classic. That's a two-player side-scroller, a bit like sort of Golden Axe and uh, Streets of Rage, that sort of thing. But you spend all your time shooting aliens. 
That'd be quite fun, and we could play that together and try to complete it in an hour, for instance. Pew, pew. That may be a good start. In an hour. I can't complete games in days. B B's quite tricky. Uh, we of course uh, last year played the wonderful black and white Bushido. Um, that's a lot of fun. Um, that's oh, I'm trying to think. I'm pretty sure that's Good Catch Games that that made that, but I might be wrong. Mm. Apologies if I've got that wrong. Um, Is that the samurai. Yes. Oh, Samurai. No, Samurai Punk. No, it is good catch games, I'm sure. Samurai Punk made screen sheet. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. But also, Black and White Bushido, we've got Bro Force. Bro Force! Bloodborne, maybe, something like that. C is an interesting one as well, because, of course, uh, on the NES, we've got a number. We've got Castlevania and Castlevania 2. Uh-huh. However, at the moment, for me, I'm thinking we should play Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Do you know, here's the thing. I, I can't think of Crash Bandicoot without thinking of Nick Bruce's um, rude version. Rude version of it, of it that yeah. Mentioned, I mean, many episodes ago. I can't even remember why we were mentioning them. Yes, but yeah, I'd forgotten all about that. You've just put that back in my mind. So I wish I could remember which episode it was, so I could point listeners to it. Um, so, but yeah, I, I just can't think of Crash Bandicoot without thinking of that. I see. Slightly off topic, but okay. So that was our A, Bs, and C so far. What about um, some? Why, why don't you jump to something you've got hunters of? Well, well, that's what I'm going to do now because I'm going to move to D. All right. D's quite interesting because, of course, we've got something like Donkey Kong Country, really interesting uh, kind of classic side scroller. We could we could certainly play that. Um, Dead Nation, Diablo Three, Disc Jam. Well, I think I can face you absolutely smashing me at that game. Oh well, I did play a lot of it. Double Dragon 2. Double Dragon? That's on the NES. Uh, but for me at the moment, I'm thinking maybe one of the Dark Souls games. Because we could take that shots about and everyone could marvel at how terrible we are at Prepare it. to die. So that's a possibility. But yeah. again, let us know what you think. Um, some of the ones... Let's go to the ones... I mean, of course, G is absolutely full of stuff. We've got things like Gang Beasts and Golden Axe and Goat Simulator. We can play some more blindfolded goat Could simulator. Could you play goat simulator for an hour? No, of course not. <laughs> uh, gauntlet, for instance. That's something we should maybe say that because there is 26 letters and only 24 hours, Yeah, we're going to have to do two sets of half hours. Yeah, so there's going to be a couple of ones that will potentially only be half hours rather than than a full hour. So I suppose if you're coming with suggestions, either come with a game that we could play for a full hour or one that potentially would maybe be half an hour. Okay, because we want it to be interesting for us playing, obviously, because we're going to play 24 hours of games, and if one of them is absolutely turgid, then it will be um, a nightmare for us. But more importantly, because we, <laughs> we genuinely don't really care that much about us. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's more about, you know, we're, we're trying to raise money for the charity, and of course, to do that, we need people watching and donating and Nobody's going to watch it if it's rubbish. So we need fun games, games that are fun to watch. Um, of course, if they're frustrating and, and people just want to donate money while they watch me lose my mind with <laughs> rage, then I'm okay with that. Um, so the ones that are a bit tricky um, are E. E's a bit difficult at the moment. All I've got at the moment is Excite Bike and Earthbound. You mentioned Eve Valkyrie or something like that. It's a possibility. Yeah. Um, we've decided that EA Sports FIFA doesn't count. No. Um, so E's are a bit tricky. Echo the Dolphin. Echo the Dolphin? It's a really rubbish game, actually. I mean, I know a few people like think back. See if you really go back to your childhood and play that game. It's, uh, r- it's rubbish. 
Um, but again, we could play that, and then you could just listen to me talk for an hour about how rubbish it is. <laughs> uh, F, at the moment, we've got FIFA, but we'll see because, of course, we play a lot of FIFA, so we might see, we might play FIFA or we might play something different. We're going to need people's opinions on that. Go ahead, give people what they want. Um, at the moment, I'm actually thinking about Fortnite. And people could see how terrible we are. Oh, we game. are so bad at so it. So bad at it. So that might be an option. <laughs> um, or F-Zero, the SNES classic. We've got that as well. Um, H is a bit tricky at the moment as well. We've got Hell Divers or uh, Hotline Miami. Um, I, being a bit tricky. Um, Injustice 2, Injustice 1. Ice Climber on the NES or... There's a, a another one that we might play, but we're going to leave that for now. But I would like to hear your suggestions. Jai is tricky. Mm-hmm. Jai is really tricky. Come on, all you obscure folk. If you know of anything that's on PlayStation, particularly on PS4, it'd probably be easier if it was on that. Yep. Um, but something beginning with Jai, preferably a game. Um, as I said, at the moment, all we can find is Joe Danger. Joe Danger, yeah. That's, that's the limit at the moment. Which would be okay, but I don't see us playing a whole hour of Joe Danger. Mm-hmm. Um, Key's pretty busy, but of course, we you know welcome their interest. Another thing I've decided this is a rule I've put, and I think you agree with me. We're going to we're going to discount the word of the as such because lots of games start with the. Yeah. So f- the best example is the Legend of Zelda. I think just so that we can. Ease it out because, of course, tease with it. I think we would, we would just refer to it as Legend of Zelda, which I, I think that's alphabet alphabetized rules anyway. I think I that would be okay. The... I think the and and of course that means that we can potentially play linked linked to the past, which I would quite like to play. I think yeah. that would be quite good. It'd be nice to show off. Um, I've also got a little big planet three and Lara Croft, the Temple of Osiris, but that's not great to be honest. Um, it's just not. It's, he's not. He's not selling some of these. Just a bit rubbish that game. Um, ends a bit a bit interesting again. Um, at the moment, the game I'm thinking probably would be good, but I don't know if we could do an hour off. Is Nidhog? Oh, I don't know that. Nidhog's a lot of fun, but an hour of Nidhog might be a bit. It might be brilliant, right? Enough, it is intense. Um, oh, we've got overcooked. We've got Oddworld, oh. Abe's Odyssey. We can't play Overcooked. We can't. We can't we'll fall out. We can't put that on the internet. No, that's true. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Q is a tricky one at the moment. Q. We have Qbert rebooted. That's all I could find. Or the Cube Director's Cut. Cube yeah. Director's Cut. Whatever that is. Yeah, that's an option. That is an <laughs> option. Yeah, Cube Director's Cut. Oh, I'm going to write that down because we've got nothing else. Um, R is incredibly strong. S in particular is going to be a nightmare to pick, right? This is just the games that I've provisionally written down, uh-huh. right? And I mean, these are almost wall to wall bangers, right? Pretty much everyone. This is pretty much all killer, no filler. Yeah. Super Meat Boy, Super Mario Kart, Street Fighter 2, Streets of Rage, Star Wing, Super Mario Brothers, or Super Star Wars. Oh. You see what I mean about this? How yeah, on well, earth are we going to pick one game? Out that's of a challenge, man. That's a challenge. T T's not as big. I mean, we've got Towerfall Ascension, for instance, which is a classic of ours. But we yeah, have you just like beating me. But we have played that a lot, <laughs> and an hour of Towerfall might be a bit much. So we'll see. Um, 
the latter ha- the latter bits of the alphabet are also a bit tricky uh, at the moment. You, all I've got is until dawn and until dawn rush of blood. Yeah, until dawn rush of blood might be quite good. Yeah, that could be a good one. Uh, v at the moment, all I've got is Virtua Fighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virtua Fighter Two, sorry. Virtua Tennis. Virtua Tennis. Yeah, but that's not in the Mega Drive collection, is it? I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's not my job, mate. <laughs> that's true <laughs> um, W at the moment we've got Worms Worms is great fun but we did play quite a lot of that last year so we'll need to see mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but if folk like to watch Worms then we can play Worms uh, we've got Wonder Boy in Monster World which uh, which of course my, my dear wife's a big fan of yeah. uh, or Wipeout the Omega Collection oh, Wipeout's we good. could play that in yeah. VR oh so we could it's very oh. good in VR we, you we, will almost certainly spew we could do half an hour versus and then, you know, half an, half hour, an hour in VR. In VR, we could do that. Mm. That might be an option. Um, X, at the moment, all I've got is XCOM 2. XCOM 2. Which I've never even played. No, I've not played that myself. Uh, y, it's a bit tricky at the moment. We've got You Don't Know Jack. We've got Yakuza. We could play one of the Yakuza's. Or maybe Ukulele. Ukulele is spelled with a U bit. No, no, but, but the game's called, because they're two people. Ukulele. They're two characters. One's called Yuka and one's called Lele. It's a crash band. No, it's a banjo kazooie spin-off, <laughs> a rare rare game. Um, so that might be an option. And at the moment, Zed is incredibly tough. So far, it's got to be something with zombie in it. Zombie. Yeah. <laughs> or zombie army trilogy. Or zombie Vikings. Mm-hmm. Or Zen pinball. But I just I, we can't finish this. This needs to be a big finish. So we implore. Implore the listeners. There must be a good game out there that starts with Z. We need to have that. We cannot finish on a pinball game. I know. An hour of pinball to finish it up. Maybe we might need to do something live to interact with the game to make it more interesting. Yes, we <laughs> might have to. If we can't find anything better, we might have to. But let's see. I I know that our listeners are incredibly um, eclectic in their gaming knowledge and, and things like that. They will have ideas. So please do get in touch and let us know. So you've got a flavour. I've not gone through every letter of the alphabet there, but there are there are a fair number written down. The ones we do really need to have a real special thing are E, uh, J, Q, U, V, X, Y and Z. <laughs> That's about half the alphabet, really. (laughs) I promise you, I did do some work on this. So give us a wee shout out if you have any ideas. Um, You can, of course, get us on Twitter. We are at Nearly Men. You can get us on Facebook, the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast. Uh, And, of course, you can email us at info at thenearlymen.com. And, of course, we are also on Instagram, the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, I think. Yes. So, of course, you can get us in touch there. What we are going to do is we're going to need your help to whittle these down so we're going to put some some polls in the run up to the event we're going to put some polls up uh, where we'll get you guys to vote and you will help us pick the games because we're going to go down to one game one game per letter it's going to be incredibly hard um, so you're really going to have to have a think about what you would like to see us play brilliant and uh, of course the Just Giving page will go up very soon as well. Um, I don't know if it's Just Giving or whether it's Everyday Hero, but whatever it is, the fundraising page will go up um, shortly. Um, You'll be able to find that on our social media, um, as I said. And if you could throw a few pounds our way towards uh, to help raise money for the Edinburgh Children's Hospital charity, it would be a great help. We this is a charity that's very close to our hearts. Um, 
it's an event that's very close to our hearts and we we just want to keep raising as much money as we can for the charity thank you Colin thank you that was very good you have a wee rest I'll do these cool that was a lot a lot of information there um, there's some recent and upcoming releases um, uh, since we missed a wee episode I'll, I'll just uh, highlight some of the big ones that came out uh, Nintendo Labo Vehicle Kit came out the cardboard wear for the Nintendo Switch mm-hmm. uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider came out uh, on PS4, Xbox One and PC and Destiny 2 Forsaken the expansion came out PS4, Xbox One, PC did I see you bought that? no no Okay. No, I, I think I've got the PS Plus has all kind of got the artwork on oh, that, but that no, I, haven't, I haven't bought it's, it. It's a really clever move from PlayStation 2. I'm very, I am very tempted to buy it because I love mm. Destiny 2. You do enjoy it, you do enjoy um, it. And there'll be more people to play with now. Yeah, there'll be a lot more to play with. But no, as it stands, I'm not just saying this because my wife listens, <laughs> I, I, have not bought, I have not bought Destiny 2. Whether that's still the same next week, I, I, I make no <laughs> By the time this goes to the press. <laughs> Uh, right, so upcoming releases, we've got Fishing Sim World, which is a sports game on PS4, Xbox One and PC. That's out on the 18th of September. Uh, also out on the 18th is Insurgency Sandstorm, a shooter strategy for PC, and Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dusk, an RPG for PS4, Nintendo Switch and PC. And also Legendary Fishing. Oh, it's, it's a fishing season. Uh, it's a sports game for PS4, Nintendo Switch uh, they're all out on the 18th. On the 20th, we've got The Gardens Between, a puzzle adventure game for the PS4, Nintendo Switch, and PC. On the 25th, we've got Valkyria Chronicles 4, a strategy RPG for PS4, Xbox One, PC, Nintendo Switch. On the 27th, we've got Dragalia Lost, an action RPG on iOS. And Life is Strange 2, Episode 1 on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Oh, your wife's excited for that, isn't she? Yes, she is very excited for that. And finally, we've got Dragon Ball Fighters, a fighting game for the Nintendo Switch, out on the 28th of September. And not forgetting a little game called FIFA 19 coming on the 28th on all platforms and probably out of my pocket. Very excited. So, yeah, I think that's basically us. Yeah, I think so. Nice to be back. Uh, Apologies for the missed episode, but we will be back. Uh, hopefully a bit more regularly in the future uh, and of course uh, be sure to keep an eye out for updates on uh, the save point for Edinburgh Children's Hospital Charity we'll begin all that information up shortly uh, we will of course be back with another shiny episode uh, we'll do our God of War spoiler cast and of course we will also be doing some streams, we've got some golf club streams we've got uh, another firewall stream hopefully and um We'll also we've got a few reviews to come as well, so keep an eye on the YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe. Brilliant. I couldn't have said it better myself, Colin. Well, just as well, because you didn't. We always finish so strong. We do. <laughs> right, well, uh, I think it's, it's a bye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Ah, well done. Well, it was good, Paul. That's the first the first whole episode that we've got through without ever mentioning Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, fuck!